Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media. A good story is a good story. Hosted by Marsha Casper Cook. Live shows every week with interesting interviews in the entertainment field with writers, producers, directors, and screenwriters. There's also shows about newsworthy topics and group discussions about writing tips to help writers reach success. New to the show are conversations about personal struggles and how to feel good about yourself in today's world. One thing's for sure, it's always a lively conversation and lots of fun. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. This is going to be a great show today. I can finally say this. There's two Chicago authors. Because usually we don't have Chicago authors, so Cheryl Bass and I are both from Chicago. So this is an interesting thing to have to say because I have everybody from everywhere else. So now I have Chicago author. But uh, Cheryl found me and wanted to come on the show, and then we talked, you know, and we decided on a date. And then I looked her up, and I went, this is a person that has done a great job on her book. and I. Then we talked on the phone. I called when before, you know, last week we, we talked. And every, the way she did it is a wonderful way. And what I would tell people now if I were just starting out myself too. And so I'm going to let Cheryl introduce herself and tell you a little bit about herself. And then we have so many things to talk about. We'll just get the show going. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's going to be fun. So, All right. Uh, tell everybody a little okay. bit about yourself. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I have um, a master's degree in social work and a master's degree in journalism. And in my social work um, schooling, I took many courses in child development. And I use all of those insights to inform my picture book writing. So I have two picture books out now. One is called Baby Dragon's Big Sneeze, and it won 10 national and international book awards, including four first place wins. And then I just came out with about two months ago the sequel, which is called Baby Dragon Finds His Family. Beautiful. The illustrations are beautiful. I mean, it's real. you know, doing all of the work that you did, because it takes a lot of work, you know, to go out and get awards and because you, you have to sign up and you have to send things, and it's not that easy. So to get all mm-hmm. these things and get the awards too, you know, because a lot of people, I used to think, Oh, I don't know about awards because, you know, but it matters now. It's very different. Everything is different now. So this is in every book. We're going to talk about a lot of things. You have a children's book, you know, you have two children's books, but what you did applies to a lot of different things. And um, certainly the A+. I just wanted to talk about that because if people aren't going to listen to me, you know, the whole show, this is like a number one thing that we talked about on the show last week. How important do you think that is? Because I think your page looks great. Oh, thank you. Well, on Amazon, um, underneath where you have your ranking and all of your statistics about um, what your ISBN number is and all of that, every book has an ISBN number, but under all of that, um, are, um, you, you have the option in Amazon to have something called A-plus content, which are like little blocks of information. And in mine, I put little, my little cartoony characters and so on, and um, some, some phrases and things that get people more excited about the book. 
So I yeah. I have that on there as well as as my regular um, thumbnail of the book itself, and it's offered in um, paperback, hardcover, and um, ebook um, on Kindle Unlimited uh, for free. Um, and if you have Kindle Unlimited. And then I also have, um, in addition to the A-plus content, I've also done little video trailers that are 30 to 45 seconds um, animated of my, um, like an animated little commercial for each of my books. Yeah. And they have, um, it has uh, Celtic music in the background and, and so on. So it really kind of gives people the feel of if, if my book was a movie or something, um, it gives them a right. sense of, of what it would be like. So that can be very exciting too. So you want to have as many of the things that you can put on your page, on your Amazon page, um, as possible that can really draw readers to your book. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you did that. You know, and um, the awards, you did all of that. And, you know, and you, the illustrate. You, did you find your own illustrator? So here's how I did everything. So um, with Baby Dragon's Big Sneeze, I wrote it about 13 years ago, put it away, and didn't do anything with it. And then about five years ago, I tried to get it traditionally published. Nobody was interested. Um, And part of that is um, the whole market of picture books right now. Basically, Mm -hmm. the traditional publishing houses um, don't want anything to do with you unless you're Reese Witherspoon or Jimmy Fallon or any of those types of people. It used to be that famous people would um, get a fragrance named after them. Now right. they all write children's <laughs> right. books, so they have someone ghostwrite it right. for them. Um, mm-hmm. And so the big publishing houses, if they only have, say, 10 slots in a year for a children's picture book, they're going to pick the people that already have the name recognition. So for me... Um, I wanted to. I decided I wanted to self-publish. I was afraid I was going to be alone in a room with a big book called Self-Publishing for Dummies or similar, and I would have to be figuring it out by myself. But as a um, an author, I'm a part of a group called um, Society for Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, and I'm also a part of Children's Book uh, Insider. Both of those organizations, if you go to their website, they sometimes have free um, videos of other experts giving tips about publishing. And I saw, I came across a video of a woman named April Cox who has a company called Self-Publishing Made Simple and um, through Little Labradoodle um, Productions. And so she um, talked about self-publishing and how she can help walk people through the whole process, how to submit your manuscript to the uh, Library of Congress to get it copyrighted, how to get your ISBN numbers, um, the whole process. And she has vendors that she works with, like a web designer. I got the, my web designer through her. The person that did my A-plus content um, named Holly, I got her through April. I got the p- people who did my um, video trailers for both books through her. And I also got my illustrator through her. She has about 12 illustrators that she works with that she knows are reputable and reliable. And they also work on something um, called... Uh, Oh, I forget what it's called. Um, but where you own the right to the work after the the um, images have been created. So when the book is finished, um, right, you have to own the rights images, right because you re, the the only thing somebody doesn't want is you don't want anybody else holding any rights of anything you do. You got to hold. Yes. You have to hold yes. the rights of everything. Yeah, because if you right. don't, so that way, if you know, I and a lot of people don't even line, get copyright. I just want to say one thing. 
So those of you that think you don't need a copyright and just because you've written the book and you sent it to yourself and all those things that people tell you, not true. You have to go to the Library of Congress and it's I think it's $50 now to just put it through. Sometimes, I'm not sure about the, with the illustrations because you have to tell them because at one time uh, I, have had, I had somebody else do something in the book and I put it in. You know, it was based on somebody's story, and they said, no, we're not interested in that. We're interested in what you did. So everything that you do in a book should be copyrighted, and forever. It's 100 years, I think it is. So you, so don't forget that process. It's really mm-hmm. important because later right. on, and so you for- don't want to stand in front of a judge and say, oh, it's mine. Well, do you have a copyright? So now you, that's exactly right what you told people is you need to have that. Number one. Right. And so for a fee, um, April will walk you through that whole process. And she has editors she yeah. works with and so on. And so for the illustrators, yeah. um, it, uh, they, they gave me they, – they all work on this um, ability to give the right to the, um, to the uh, author at the end of the time. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you have to ask that of whoever's going to be your illustrator because otherwise they're going to want some of your royalties. Um, right. So, and if you down the line, if you want to make a little plushie of your characters or something, you can't do those things with those characters because you don't have the rights right. to them. So you definitely have right. to make sure that that's in a contract. But she knew in advance that all of her illustrators were working that way. And then yeah. um, work for hire. I think it's called work for hire. Right, anyway, right. And you so pay then, for, once you pay for the, something, when you pay for something, it's your own. If you don't pay and people take something off of Pinterest or any place, it's not yours ever. Correct. But you there's have to make also sure. illustrators that do not work on work for hire. So there are yeah. professional illustrators that right. I tried contacting myself outside of April, and they said, no, we don't do work for hire. That's not how we work. So then, well, how I do they work? What did they tell? Work. What did they tell you? What did they tell you? I think that how they would they want work? a portion of whatever yeah, of you get when the book is published. Right. Yes, right. yes. Right. So um, I mean, this person's name is still my illustrator still gets billing on my on my um, books and right. everything. Right, exactly. But right. but I get I get the royalties. Now the other right. thing is I have is, that too. Um, I do that too. Right, and then the other thing is that. Um, when I looked at the websites of all of these 12 illustrators, um, I was able to knock it down to my top four or five that I liked the best based on their style from their websites. Then April suggested I have those illustrators that I offer to pay them each $50 and have them all draw a sketch of one scene from my book. Have them all draw yeah. the same sketch for $50 in that's black and white, idea. not Great even in idea. color. Yeah. And, yeah, that's and then idea. I was yeah. able to compare apples to apples, and I was able to limit it down then to my top two. And then I used my friends and family, especially those with kids, as a focus group, and I said, which yeah. dragon do you like best and why? Which little girl do you like best and why? Yeah. Um, and then I was able to pick my illustrator through that process. Yeah, because, you know, I I, I will add on one of my books, I had – an illustrator, this is many, many years ago, and he sent me pictures, and I went like, oh, my God, this has, this is so depressing. It's not anything like my children, I mean, what I mm-hmm. wanted in my book. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was not thrilled with me, and I didn't take him. You know, and I, and I mm-hmm. have, I, I think you the way that is, I mean, like I worked with Mikey Brook, and he sent me what he thought. 
on some of my books. And I go, okay, this is, he absolutely had what I thought in mind. And so it's really mm-hmm. important that you get someone that, or you tell them, it, and that way it's good to see it. Like when you see it, you know if that's what you're thinking. Because the mm-hmm. worst thing you do, you don't want a book that doesn't represent anything you're thinking. Then the words don't match the drawings. Exactly. And I, one of the things that's really great about self-publishing versus traditional publishing is with traditional publishing, the publishing house picks your illustrator. They pick the style of yes. illustrations, and yes. you don't have any say, really, in what's happening on any no, page. No. But with this, no. I, I had a lot of creative control. So I was able to say, yes. this is what I want the people to be wearing. And I was able to send um, examples yes. um, of real-world people wearing these types of clothing um, you know, to the right. illustrator, what kind of facial expression the dragon is, you know, and what kind of room he's in here and what, he, what everyone's doing here and there and, you know, all of that. So... Um, so it really was a, a team effort, you know, in, in the um, illustrations. So I, I really, I had some funny things happening in the illustrations, and, and I'm really glad that the illustrator was um, able to work with me like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very important. You know, in children's books, you know, it really is. However, there are people that can't afford it. So, But you still, even if you go on other sites and you find illustrators, you I think it's not a bad idea, like what you're saying, show me what you think before you do it, because if I don't like it, I can't use it. Right. You right. know, so I think that part, because um, I, w- I was talking to you right before the show, one of the things, because I was a WGA agent, I had tons of clients that did children's books. I couldn't get them anywhere. And one of my thoughts was they would mock, make a mock book and at least say, what the picture should look like because sometimes when the person reading the text they don't have an imagination you might think they do but Mm -hmm. they don't sometimes Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. they will not Mm -hmm. take your work because they don't like the text but if they thought about it and the and the text was you know fair enough and had beautiful pictures they could possibly do well on that book so it's it's really a lot about creative like what you're saying you saw what you wanted but maybe if you were in a traditional publishing house they didn't they're not looking that way because you're and you're not supposed to send it with an illustrator they don't love that exactly you know however if an illustrator is a writer that's okay Mm -hmm. because then it's just that one person but otherwise it's not and if they don't have an imagination and trust me a lot of times they don't you think they do but they don't Mm -hmm. and so you have Mm -hmm. beautiful words but with pictures would make it beautiful, more, you know, make it great. And they don't see that. And they say reject, 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 Mm -hmm. reject. And people's good text goes down the drain. And now with independent, I call it independent publishing because Uh for Uh years, you know, people say self-publishing, but it's really a group of, like you're, you have a whole group here to get where you got. You know, you had a team. So it's really Uh independent of the big publishing houses because you made the decisions yeah and that's a good thing right so there's more money um definitely front if you're publishing yeah. independently and you know expect to pay for really good illustrations between three and four thousand yeah. dollars for a picture book for illustrations um because it's called a picture book the first word is picture you know so you right. definitely want those pictures to, to look amazing um but um with uh self-publishing 
um, the royalties are also higher, you know. Um, yeah. So uh, it can be 50 to 70% with, of, with royalties for self-publishing versus 10 to 12% with traditional publishing. And book publishers also take a lot longer, um, traditional publishers, um, than it does but two years. self-publish. Two years. It'll take you two or three yeah. years to get everything going. And by that time, you have another book, but if they don't take it, then it's another three. I mean, it's a lot. They do it faster now than they did before, I think. But uh, years right. ago, it was hard. And you can't get an agent. Like people, years ago, an agent meant something. Well, it's not meaning that much mm-hmm. anymore because it, that's mm-hmm. why I don't do it anymore because it doesn't matter how good your client is. They're not taking it. And the same with screenwriting. Mm-hmm. I talk about this all the time in, in regular novels. So if you're lucky enough these days to be able to independently publish, and if you're doing a novel, you, you don't need the photos. You just need the cover, but you need edited. You need to do it right, but at least there's chances where years ago there was no chance. Like you said, you put your right. book away, and if you didn't decide to do this, there the book would stay in a drawer. Right, right. And the story would mm-hmm. never be out there. So this is, you right. took a plunge. And there are less expensive ways. And so if people are listening out there that want to do a book, you can do it for less money. But don't just throw your work in a drawer. Try to do something mm-hmm. to get yourself out there. You know, and, and right. I mean, there are there's so much help out there now. It wasn't like that right. 10, 15 years ago. And um, you could do crowdfunding. You could do um, Kickstarter or something like that. Yeah. That's another thing that yeah. April helps people with. So if you don't want to get a, a traditional bank loan or something like that, yeah. if, um, or put it on a credit card or something for the initial yeah. um, spend, uh, that's another option too is crowdfunding. Yeah. So because years ago people said, don't spend money on this. Don't spend money on marketing. And I, I was one of those people, too, because I'm talking, we're talking 10, 15 years ago. No, you really, but now you have to. And, you know, uh-huh. you have to spend something. If if it's for PR, if it's for, but the A-plus content, all right, that is real. We were, to, we, I've talked about this a lot. It's not easy to do by yourself. You, it's almost, mm-hmm. it's, I looked at it and I went like, oh, I can't look at this anymore. It's mm-hmm. so many things you have to do. And I, you know, I don't think I'm an ignorant, but I just thought this is too hard. I don't, I can't even look at all of it because it's not easy. But you, mm-hmm. you decided on that. And so, right. and right. I, I, I posted to have her all the post things. on here too. Yeah. I'm sorry? I posted her, I, po- I posted her um website on the show page so oh. if anybody's looking to know how because i know people want to know how to do a plus content so it's on right you know and i'm using but so April i'm trying for one of my of, books of, she's okay. another one right she's the beginning person who is the beginning april person? april oh, yes. that's april, who got you yes. everybody april april yeah and she has all these other contacts, like Holly, the one who does the A-plus content. And, right. And the person who did my web design, all of those people um, she has contact with. Now, I do PR for a living. I've been doing PR for over 15 years. So um, right. I, I do know that how important the marketing piece is. But there were things that I still didn't know. I didn't know about right. um, ad optimization on Amazon, how to do all of that. So I took a course in it. Um, so I, I didn't under, know a whole lot about the paid ad part of it, but I, I knew how to get myself on podcasts like this one because I've done that right. for clients and so on. The marketing piece is, is very important. And I consider getting, you know, applying for contests 
to be part of this marketing thing because it, it gives you yeah. somewhat of a name, you know, um, because they, yeah. they then, if you win some of these contests, they, they write a press release about the winners it's and great. on it's all good. of that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. it goes to librarians and, and all of that yeah. sort of thing. So that really mm-hmm. can help um, give you that credibility. And then you can also say on Amazon or in all of your book descriptions, winner of such and such number of awards, and you can even have these yeah. little medallions on the outside of your book. Um, and yeah. so that can really it does help ma- with It your really sales. does matter now because it does put you aside of everybody. It, it does, you know. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, um, I have something that I saw online, and I, I thought to Cheryl if I should talk about this, but this is really I usually don't post things, or but I shared that, and I also I printed it out because it, this is what it says. What you're looking for is an old-fashioned, and there's no publishing company. Somebody asked about a publishing that would pay for new books nowadays. Maybe before, because back in the old days, authors would just submit a manuscript to a traditional publisher, and in return, the publisher would review it. And if they liked it, uh-huh. they would pay the author to publish the book. However, today, it's totally different. Traditional publishers do not accept books that don't have any sales history anymore. So before I go on, let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Getting sales is hard. So mm-hmm. they don't want to do that now. They want you, to, the, per, the author, to do that. Right. So, But once you've so already sometimes worked this hard, you've worked hard to do this yourself. You work hard right, to do right. this yourself. So, right, and so sometimes what I've I've talked to some people, what'll happen is they they'll self-publish a few books and have some success, and after they've had some success, all of a sudden the traditional publishing houses that could not be bothered with them several books yeah. ago all of a sudden come out of the woodwork and and want to work with them, you know. So um, yeah. You know. So we'll see if that and happens. I, I think if that I, part, right, right. You know, but you've worked hard to do this. And look, anybody that's published, especially a children's book, it's very difficult. It, it is. It's children's market should be better and easier, but it's not. And it's amazing that it's mm. not because people just give up once they pull, mm. they do the book and they stop. And the one thing I've felt all along is if a book is 10 years old, so what? Children don't care. They don't know that it's mm-hmm. 10 years old. If the message is there, mm-hmm. if it's a good book, right. the pictures are good. And I think the good news is, I just saw uh, today, like Barnes & Noble left Northbrook, where I, I'm living, and now they're coming mm-hmm. back because they were in Deerfield, mm-hmm. so in Illinois. Okay. So they have taken away Barnes & Noble, but now they're bringing them back. Because mm-hmm. actually bookstores are a really good way to look at books and to really children so they can go to the bookstores. I mean, a lot of people are going back to not just e-books. They want to hold it, and especially with children's mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's Absolutely. a good thing. I mean, you know, so have you had luck getting into the bookstores and talking? Because they used to do that. They don't want to do it anymore. Right. Well, actually, this Saturday, I have a reading and signing at Barnes & Noble in Algonquin, Illinois. That's um, great. That's and great. Uh, I did that with my first book, and I'm doing that again with my second book. I've also had a reading already at um, a, uh, an independent bookstore called Read Between the Lines in, in mm-hmm. Lyons. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, not, not Lyons, in, in uh, Woodstock, Read Between the Lines bookstore in, in Woodstock, Illinois. And... Um, and I've done a couple of readings there. 
Um, and I'm also going to be having a booth at some education conferences that are happening later in the month. So I'm doing that. That's I'm also good. going to do some school visits. So That's good. That's really good because that's what I used to do is the school visits because they're really good. Mm-hmm. And it's good that, they're you know, during COVID they didn't have those visits, and now it's good that they're doing it again, you know, because that's really yeah. important. Now, it's interesting mm-hmm. that you said the Society of Children's Book Authors and, you know, Illustrators. I dropped out of that because they were, mm-hmm. years ago, they were not very kind to independent oh. publishers mm-hmm. at all. So it's good to know that mm-hmm. they've opened their thinking because they yeah. were not helpful. I think they even have a couple contests now for independently published books. So it's changing the the attitude about it. It should absolutely change. And And what you said about shelf life. Yeah. I'm sorry? That's good. Shelf life is a good way to put it. It's a good way. Well, what you you said about shelf life, a Mm self-published book also has a longer shelf life than a traditionally published book. So you have longer to find your audience. Um, And mine is print on demand. So that's great yeah. also. So I don't have to have 4,000 books in my basement, I but I have to shell out and, and, and sell myself. That's so the right. print-on-demand thing right. has really changed the industry for self-published um, authors as well. Which people used to hate. And now, so people are listening out there that had children's books and they just let it go. Well, think about all these new things, because these are newer ways now to do things. To get yourself mm-hmm. out there, and they didn't have those things because they it was it was it was really tough, you know, because they thought somebody when they did their self published book they like took this is what it used to sound like you'd have put paste put the pages together and they right. just it was not edited right. nothing, and now they look beautiful. You can't tell the difference mm-hmm. in so many mm-hmm. books, but to get noticed mm-hmm. is hard. So mm. what kind of information would you tell people to get noticed? Because that's hard. Okay. Well, to get noticed, definitely do the awards. Definitely yes. insert yourself into various community things. So after you've published your book, that's where the work begins once it's published. You've yes. got to be right. everywhere. You've got to call all your local bookstores, see if you can do readings and signings. There is a website called pubby.co, P-U-B-B-Y dot C-O. You will, you will want yeah. to put an M at the end, like dot com, but don't because there's no M. It's just pubby.co. And that website allows authors to review other people's stuff. But it's not an exact yeah. quid pro quo. So the way it works is you pay something like $200 for an annual subscription. And you get these things called snaps, which is like the currency of the, the site. You can read other people's, uh, read and review other people's works to gain snaps. And then once you have a certain number of snaps, you exchange them for somebody to read yours. But the person reading yours is not the same person as who you reviewed. So it's not like if you give somebody a bad review, you have to worry that they're going to in turn give you a bad review. It's not like that. Yeah. You're reviewing right, person I hate that. A right, exactly. and then... And then then person B is reviewing you. And I got a lot of my reviews that way. Plus there's a company called Books Go Social, and they also um, will help you get uh, people that will review your book. Um, Having an e-newsletter as soon as possible is another good way to reach out to people. And um, I do once a month, and um, I have my web designer. You know, I write the text of it, and then she designs it and makes it look nice and blasts it out yeah. um, through WordPress or, or, or Wix, actually. She uses Wix and sends it out to everybody. 
And I, I got almost everybody from my e-newsletter from going to one conference. I went to one um, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grade educa- educators conference. And um, I had a booth there, and they said, any of the vendors, if you give something away, you get access to the email list of all the attendees. And so no, I gave great. away a copy of my book. That's really good. And I got yeah. 400 names and email addresses. That's great. And um, yeah. I left there, you know, with those all those names. And I, these That's are all idea. people who would, yeah, yeah. Because so you can't, they're getting you know, those what, what's the thing is you can't expect your friends. Don't expect your friends to be giving you mm-hmm. all these reviews. And what yeah. that's why I, I'm sorry to stop you in the middle, but I just want to add this to, for people so they get it. Because the truth is, everybody out there is going, read my book, read my book. Read. You cannot keep doing mm-hmm. that. It mm-hmm. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to keep seeing that out there. And the social media market has changed so much now, even in the last year. So that's great that you got people that you don't know. Yes. That's what you want. And it carries it's a lot more. And whenever I got a good review, whenever I got a really good review, I would ask my web designer, I would type it up, you know, from Amazon yeah. or whatever, and I would type yeah, the words, yeah. and I would have her make it look really nice in Canva, and um, right. which is, you know, a design website. And then right. I would put it on Facebook, and I'd say, look at this great review I just got for my book, you know. Right. So, um, right. And that's a good thing to do. That. I do that too. And that's why you need teasers. You need banners. You need to do all of those things, and you got to keep changing. You don't want to keep the same thing every week over and over. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of mm-hmm. these. I just do. I have a lot of them. You know, and I when I when I talked to you know Holly when I sent her, I you know I gave, gave her more than she needed, and I have more yet. You know, which is one of the reasons I was gonna take the name, the my three books and change like my little my series, my romance series and do new covers, and then I thought. Oh my God! I did all this work, you know. I for all these things, I have to redo everything. Then my mm. reviews, everything would change if I mm. changed the name, if I did something. So I decided not mm-hmm. to do that because it's hard to mm-hmm. get those reviews. So I don't want to throw right. that away. Or and but people think you just you have to work at this, and obviously mm-hmm. you yeah. knew that before because you did PR. But that's why we're saying today all these things because you can do this. You know, you don't have to spend mm-hmm. a lot of money that people think they do. They just have to be changing things because there's a lot of people out there that will do, you know, teasers for you and things like that, and you can post it. Like, I'm posting my things a lot. So people post, but they don't want to hear, buy my book, buy my book, but they do like to look at pictures and things like that. And in your market, mm-hmm. this is important in the children's market. The mm-hmm. colors, yeah. everything that matters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And I wanted my books yeah. to have a moral um, a lesson to them, too. So um, because I have the, the master's and subsequent field experience in social work, I really wanted my books to also have SEL, which is social-emotional learning. And social-emotional learning is the kind of things that make a person a good citizen, that actually um, those are what, what employers call soft skills. Um, being able to share, being able to be a team player and all those things are taught when you're a kid, you know. And um, many kids lost a few years of that kind of give and take in the classroom and things like that from COVID. So they're a little bit behind in that department. So that's another reason why it's important to to get those lessons in these stories. Yeah, because being out 
you know, it was a very difficult time. I know when I first had the show, you know, I didn't first, I mean, the first shows during COVID, we had a lot of children's writers on and we had a lot of people and nobody knew at that time how long everybody would be in, you know. Right, but right. It, 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 everybody was affected by COVID and still mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It's taking, like yeah. you're saying, it's a while because the kids, you know, none of us had that where we were home. I can't even imagine what that would be like. You know, mm-hmm. your, yeah. the kids couldn't play. They couldn't have friendships. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult. So what you're saying right. is these are all the things. So it's called SEL. That's what it is? Yeah. Yeah. For things. social emotional okay. learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my books have... Yeah. have um, Themes in them about sharing, trust, empathy, reciprocity, taking turns, teamwork, patience, compassion, um, apologizing, taking accountability when you've done something wrong, um, all of those types of lessons. Uh, Found family is a big one, particularly my second book. Um, so those are, are the themes that uh, that I have in my book so far. Which are important. So are you going to do more of this series? I, I, I said that which is important. Are they going to do more? Are you going to do more of these yes. books, or are you going to do other types, or are you just going to go on this? Um, I may like do other types series? too. I do. I do want to have a third book in this series. I'll probably right. do that next year. Um, I may also do some kind of an activity book. You know, so um, yeah. yeah, like uh, with crossword puzzles or word yeah. find or um, those types of things, coloring um, pages and things. I already have. Oh, that's another thing. If people go to my website, which is be-kindpublishing.com, so Be Kind Publishing is what I named my publishing house, which only publishes my book, so no one else send me right, your books, on, please. It, right, and it's on the show page, too. I put that on also, okay, so when great. people yeah, look so, at it, yeah, it's there. Right, so if it's be-kindpublishing.com, if they go there, they can get up to 10 free coloring pages for the child in their life to download and print. That's great. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you have a good website. I mean, you that's why, I mean, all the things that you did, you thought it out. And right now mm-hmm. is a good time because these are the things that really help a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. You know, you, you, did, you must have gone step by step because this April must have, you know, told you how to do this, which is good. And hopefully maybe I, I can have her on the show one day because it sounds like, mm-hmm. she, you know, People may need help in some things and not other things, but I think right. people have to realize you need help. I mean, I have done this for 20 years, and I'm still learning. You can't not mm-hmm. learn. Keep mm-hmm. changing. What I did 15 years ago is not what I would have done now, so you have to improvise and try to add on other things because you're not going to republish every book that you did, but you can mm-hmm. also bring them alive by doing some of these things. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and and having bookstores, you know, coming back hopefully and doing this, mm-hmm. this will be good for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, right. I, I had a book signing years ago at Barnes & Noble downtown in Chicago. And mm-hmm. they had me come there. And when I got there, this was my children's books. So when I got there, I said, where's the children's section? They go, we don't have a children's section. So I'm thinking, like, why mm. am I even here? Mm. I mean, th- that's because they weren't mm. paying attention. They didn't care. They just said, okay, fine, we'll do it. But And that's a problem because actually p- regular people that are not writers, 
they love to talk to authors, and the kids mm-hmm. love to hear the books from the authors. Mm-hmm. These are important things that they stop doing, but it's important right. for kids. I mean, they love mm-hmm. when the author's there. I mean, it's the best mm-hmm. experience when you can watch it right in front of you, like you've had test people, you know, test kids that were reading your books, which you can see by, you know, kids don't lie when they're there. You can tell mm-hmm. right off. Mm-hmm. Adults, we know right. it's another story. But kids, it's right what you have at the time. And so that's so interesting, especially when you're going to continue on writing with children, you will you have a feel because you also have degrees. That, that helps too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. everything you've done leads up to where you are now. Right. Right. It's not like one day you woke up and it just appeared. This is hard. Mm -hmm. But these Mm -hmm. are the steps you took. So what else is there that somebody out there that's listening would need to know that might help them, that you found helpful? Um, I would say if you're a writer, um, like people people have said to me, just write. Um, It doesn't matter if you don't get time to do it every day. Um, I would uh, jot down things if they come to you. For example, my first book, Baby Dragon's Big Sneeze, came about because I was walking down the street one day 13 years ago, and I sneezed really hard. And I had the ridiculous (laughs) thought, oh, it's a good thing I'm not a dragon because this would have done a lot of damage. And I thought, oh, that's a children's book. And so I went home and I wrote it. So, But then I put it away for a while, but what, what gave me the impetus after having no success with traditional publishing, after I saw that video from April Cox, also I was going to be turning 50 soon. So I wanted to have a book published before I turned 50. And also, um, to be candid, my father was very ill and he was dying. And I wanted to have a book that he would be able to hold in his hands before he passed. Unfortunately, he passed away on September 4th, 2022, and my first Mm -hmm. book published October 19th. So it was just yeah. a few mm-hmm. weeks. He didn't get to see um, the images in color, see them in black and white. If it was traditionally published, there's no way. It would be like years no, later. Right, that, you know, right, 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 right. So, um, yeah. so definitely, um, you know, use whatever comes to you. That silly thought got me my first book. And then my, the second book came out of um, something that one of my editors told me. Um, I had an editor that said um, in my first draft of, of my first book, there was no mention of his parents, um, of the dragon's parents. And so in the first book, um, he has this cold, and he burns down a village by mistake because he sneezes really hard. Everyone wants to attack him. A little girl goes to his cave and asks him why he did this. So she gives him the benefit of the doubt instead of just assuming that he did it on purpose. And he tells her he has a cold. He didn't mean to. Um, and the way it's written now, she asks, she says to him, well, you sound pretty bad. Why not get some help from your mom or your dad? It rhymes. Uh, my book's yeah. rhyme. And, um, and then he explains that he hatched all alone in the cave. Um, and so he doesn't have family. So it was a hole that was found in my story. Like, why aren't his parents helping him? Where are his parents? Yeah. So then I yeah. had to write more yeah. um, paragraphs about that. But that then influenced the whole second story, Baby Dragon Finds His right. Family. Right. It's all about his right. search for his parents. So the first one came out of just sneezing while walking down the street. The second one came out of feedback that an editor gave me. Um, it was called a developmental edit, where they found um, holes in my plot of my story and helped me with that. So definitely hire an editor 
Um, and uh, just because it's something that's 500 words or so, if it's a children's picture book, don't think you don't need an editor. You, everybody needs an editor. Oh, um, yes. It's like yeah, a, a children's book especially because you, can't, you have to hold their attention. Because it, it, yeah. they lose attention if, if really fast. So it has to be yeah. you know, edited out right in a children's book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, well, I mean, the thing about it is I was thinking today, well, you know, that everybody sneezes. So it's right. a subject that is anybody, you know, like grandparents that are reading it, parents that are reading it, teachers, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. nobody that doesn't sneeze. So it's such a relatable mm-hmm. topic that right. nobody right. can be offended because everybody does it. Right, right, mm-hmm. Because when you write right. for kids, you have to make sure this one isn't offended, that one's not offended, and and that's right. And that's the country we live in. Everybody's offended. Too. Right. With my second book, my second book deals with the concept of found family, and um, here's a spoiler alert: you're not going to see other dragons in the second book. The way the title is phrased, "Baby Dragon Finds His Family," you assume that he's going to meet other dragons and find his dragon family, and that's not mm-hmm. what happens. And so the concept is about found family, and that family is who cares about you and who loves you. Right. Now, in today's political climate, you have to be careful with that. I don't want to say mm-hmm. necessarily, depending yeah. on what interview yep. I'm doing, that it's great for yep. someone who has two dads or two moms or whatever, yep. but frankly, yeah. that is what it could be good for. It's also good for kids who are adopted or kids who ha- are in, um, who have uh, single-parent pam- homes or who yes. lost a parent, a parent passed away, um, that families can look all different, uh, have all different kinds of combinations and permutations. But, but you have to be careful how you talk about um, yes, your you book do. and how you promote it and, and yep. so on um, and make those kinds of points in a way that um, doesn't offend anybody. So, yes, yes because that's how it totally. is now. Yes. And, right, you know, I had a show a few, I think it was several weeks ago, but we were, it was children's books. And so... I got a caller from the chat room, which, you know, sometimes I open it. And the guy, he was a host on another blog talk show. I didn't know him. But he asked the question that we were shocked. That I was shocked somebody asked it, but they wanted to know what we thought about, you know, taking books off the shelf. So it turned out the whole mm. show started talking about that. Mm, but what mm-hmm, you're saying, mm-hmm. it's this is life now. So you have to be mm-hmm. really thinking about what you do. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's unfortunately, this is the political life we're in. Mm-hmm. Things matter what right. we say. You have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Right. But on the right. other end, you kids need to know, you know, there's a lot of kids that are adopted. There's a lot of kids that have two mm-hmm. dads, one dad, one mom, two moms, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's how mm-hmm. the world is now. So this is how it right. should be. Kids mm-hmm. find this mm-hmm. out because... They, you know, when two parents come to a parents' day, and if they're both women or if they're both men, the kids know this already. That's just how right. it is. So mm-hmm. I think, but it mm-hmm. is you have to be cautious in how you portray it because it it matters. Yeah. Because you know, as it, even on that show, that they were saying, well, how young is it? You know, it's true. It's so there's so many questions out there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think. And you're answering right now with you're saying what your plans are is to make it for anybody that reads books. You know, you're not going to just be in one package here, that you're not going to move on to other subjects. 
Mm-hmm. Right, right. So I, I, I still cover yeah. those, those issues, but in a way that um, that kids and parents would find satisfying, no matter what their political exactly. stripe is. Right, so. right, because, right. And that's a really good thing. But you've got mm-hmm. that right mm-hmm. now. So now, as you move on, everything, you know, because what we're in the we're in there right now. Ten years of somebody wrote a book, or fifteen years ago, they didn't think like that. Mm-hmm. I, it was just different. Mm-hmm. But you're in the right. where you are now, where this matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the librarian, right. see, that was the other topic. How how much? Um, well, what do you think about the librarians? I mean, they do. I mean, it's important what the librarians think because those are the ones mm-hmm. that matter, and they don't even talk right. about them. So, what what's your feeling on that? With how people can you know maybe talk to librarians or try to get in places because that that's where yes. that's how you get in. So okay. What would you so tell interestingly, one of the things that April provided, she has these um, talks where she has guests come and talk to um she did on her youtube channel and she sometimes uh-huh. um does these live facebook things and she had someone come on who had made a database of 6000 libraries public libraries and librarians throughout the united states mm-hmm. i don't know if he's updated it it's a little dated now cuz it was from a few years ago but i bought it from him i bought uh-huh. that database and i contacted yeah. all 6000 librarians and said here i am these this is these are my books and this is what I do, and you can get my book on Ingram Spark, and Ingram Spark is what allows your book to um, right. be in libraries right. and bookstores and on Target.com, right. Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com. So I, I would say don't just do the Amazon thing. Also do Ingram Spark, print on demand. And um, so so uh, that that was how that was available. Um, well, the print on demand is really important. You know, now the print yeah. on demand is really good because years ago what happened to people is they would have like hundreds of books, like you said, sitting on their counters mm-hmm. or in their shelves or whatever, and you don't need to do that now because it's fast. Right, right. But you have to be on right. the program like Ingram, you know, or something like that because you have to do that. So, But that's the thing. None of us know everything. So that's why people have mm-hmm. to ask questions. But I will, mm-hmm. that being said, on some of the sites, books, authors, illustrators, whatever, you cannot always listen to bad advice because it's some of it is very bad. And I, I'm not going to mm. be having fights with people on there because I see what they say. And it's so troubling mm. sometimes mm. When, because there are a lot of people that go to places that for 5000 7000 they spend money and they never even get a copy of their book. So they have to be careful oh, about who they use. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been in this business a long time. I know people that spent wow. $19,000 to do a oh book. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That, and they don't, I get to, they don't have get no, to see no. it? Wow. No, it, well, they, well they, did, they, get, they get a copy. They can buy one. But it, they spent all mm-hmm. that money. That was then. But now it's much mm-hmm. better because there are really a lot of legitimate people out there that are doing the right thing. But if somebody has mm-hmm. a question... Always feel free to that they can find me on my website and ask me. I because don't ask me after you've done it. Ask me before. That's why when you're talking, I want you know you're telling people about what you did, how important it is. Because just to pick out somebody like you know online and just say I'm going to use them, don't you have to have somebody that 
knows somebody that at least has had their books done with them. That's what I remember. Right. And lot that's of the things. nice thing about oh. April is she's she's vetted all of these people that she recommends. That's so important. every editor, yeah. every illustrator, every everything has been vetted by her. And last year she helped um about a hundred self published authors get their books out there. So yeah. um yeah. I'm gonna contact a, a her myself. Really I'm gonna contact her, right, mm-hmm. because I think it's important, you know, and I really do. And you know, I think a lot of people think that, oh, you have a children's book. So it's so easy. You just write a few words down. No, that's not true. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's not right. that easy. And mine, you know, right. And mine right. rhyme. And so I had to tell the story, but also do it in a way that rhymed. I, right. I'm a strong right. believer in rhyme. Um, I believe that rhyme teaches children how to pronounce words, how language works. I agree. Um, it facilitates <laughs> language acquisition, expands kids' vocabulary, promotes reading skills, especially with reluctant yep. readers promotes creativity, and exposes kids to a sense of rhythm. Um, so, And that's right. why things like um, nursery rhymes are so important. But one yeah. of the obstacles I came across, besides the fact that I'm not Jimmy Fallon, is that when I was trying to get my books to traditional publishing houses, some of them responded with, we don't like rhymes. And that's such a shame that certain things and go that, in and out okay, of fashion and, and rhyme. And exactly that you're right. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because mm-hmm. look at Shel Silverberg. I mean, let's get real. That selfish thing. Mm-hmm. What? What? Mm-hmm. Let's get that straight out there because this is the truth. His books. I mean, what do you mean they don't? Because that is right. They say they don't like rhymes. One of my books, I have the busy bus, is rhymes. Okay, and they're just little mm-hmm. pictures. And because kids love that, and I do not yeah. know why they say that's not good. Kids love rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't and another resource I use theory. was, I'm sorry? No, it's an old, I don't know why they even say that now. It's ridiculous. Right, I know, because they're not educators or, or social workers, you know. They're just book publishers, and they they don't know. Well, um, yeah, that's true. So. Like someone like Shel, Jack mm-hmm. Malutsky, okay, why do you think all these people know those names? Because those books mm-hmm. are everywhere, and they're rhymes. So mm-hmm. what's wrong mm-hmm. with what is wrong with the libraries and, and people, the, the publishers, not to take something like a rhyme that kids love? Right, right. Yeah, I can't and believe you're still a, saying another that. resource I want to mention is um, okay. one of the things that I that I did besides having a regular editor when when I wrote these books is I went to um, an organization called Rhyme Doctors. And um, it's three women who have published um, rhyming children's picture books. And they looked at, at my phrases and made sure that every, the accents were on yeah. the right syllables. Right. And yeah. that, right. you know, that if you read it out loud, depending on regardless of what accent a person has, that it's still going to have the right meter right. and so on. And, and so that was very helpful as well. And they, really, they send you, important. you know, send them your manuscript and then they send you something back saying, um, here are the results of your Rhyme Doctors checkup. It's very cute, you know. So, um, yeah, but I would definitely good, recommend them as well. Right. You, you yeah. know, one thing, I probably mm-hmm. never even mentioned this because years ago I used to teach greeting card, greet, <laughs> greeting card writing. And mm-hmm. when I was teaching it, to people, I was an adult going back, and it was very interesting because you, it takes you have to do it by breath, and that's why you have to read mm. it out loud. Because when you yeah. read it out loud, if you can't say what you're saying and it's too long of a line, and you're like, this, this is not working. You can't. You have right. to have the breath, 
And that's so important. So I didn't even know there was. It's called Rhyme Doctors. Look at that. That's good. Yeah, because it's doctors. so important. Uh-huh. It's very important. But it's like in a lot of greeting cards, you see that, you know, where they rhyme mm-hmm. and it's short, but it gets the mm-hmm. thought out. You know, right. I didn't know there was right. a special place now for rhyme. That's yeah, a, you know, yeah. See, that's, that's the only thing. resource. Look at all them. the things. Yes, it's it's really good to know that there are people that can help people. Because there's, so, there's a lot of mm-hmm. teachers out there that want to write a book. And, like, they'll mm-hmm. call me and I'll talk to them. And then when they hear all the things they have to do, they go, mm, you know what, maybe it's not for me. Because it's not easy. Mm. Look at all the work right. that you've done. I mean, that's, that's a lot mm. of work, right? I mean, that's what I But the nice thing was I wasn't people, alone. I, I, I had all these people yeah. helping me, you know. Yes, and that's great. So the end result yeah. for you worked out good because you won these awards, and that matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, like all the years later, I'm making different. That's what I want people to do. If you did something 10 years ago, you might have to change some of the things now because this is how it goes. But the storyline right. and the book, it's just the fact of marketing now. And if you have some reviews, the problem is it is hard to get reviews. And unfortunately, Amazon with their numbers, I've mentioned this many times, I don't like that because it's pitting everybody against each other. And it's, you know, Uh just because someone has 6,000 reviews does not mean that someone that has 10 reviews book isn't just as good. Right. Right. So, but puppy.com both of those are sites where you can get, um, where they have that kind of a system where you uh, review, uh, authors can review each other's okay. Um, work. Okay, getbooks.com. And what's the other one? I'm writing these down. So I'll it's uh, getbooksreviewed.com. Uh, let me type it out and make okay. sure it's correct. Getbooksreviewed. Yes. Okay. Getbooksreviewed.com okay. is one mm-hmm. of them. And the other one is pubby, P U B B Y.co. And both of those are I didn't where, really um, love Pubby. I didn't love Pubby, but I think for children, I didn't love Pubby when I went on mm. it, but for children's books, mm. I think that's a good thing. It was adult books, because right. a lot of people, children's books is easy, easy to read. I mean, you know, 300 pages is harder to get people to read your book. Exactly, but so, that, that's the nice yeah. thing, though. You don't, you don't have to read something in the same genre that you're in. So say you right. wrote a novel. You don't have to read another novel. You can read a children's book, and it tells you how many, how many words. So you can read yeah. another person, a, a person's children's book that's 500 words, um, you know, like between commercials of, of, your, of your favorite TV show, and give it a review, and then your book gets reviewed, you know. So yeah. um, you can pick I didn't genres think of it. that I, are easy I, to review. Yeah, I didn't think of it for myself even, Pubby. I didn't think of it for my children's books. I should have, and maybe I will, you mm-hmm. know, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I can see where it would work easier. You know, I'm not great. I like mm-hmm. to listen to audio books, and so I'm not great mm-hmm. on reading the books. I, I like audio books. So, but there are yeah. lots of people that like to read, and children's books, even when you're looking for an someone to do your audio book, it's easier for them to do a children's book, and doing a regular book is quite complicated because if some books mm-hmm. have 400 pages. So it's, but a mm-hmm. children's book isn't, you know, and right. uh, so I think I will think of the puppy. Okay, before what about mm-hmm. Goodreads? How do you feel about that? Goodreads. Goodreads. Um, I I've had great reviews on Goodreads as well. Um, I don't I don't know if they could be used as a review site. I didn't know if it's something where re- authors can review I each see. other's work. It's just an, another um site like Amazon. It's, it's part of Amazon can. too, though. It, it's another part of it, but it's 
kind oh. of in, weird that you just can put it on your list, but nobody ever reads it then. I don't, I never, you know, I'm on there, you know, and I try to figure it out constantly, but people hmm. just put stars on there. And it, it's, I think it's people, some people love it and they, you can mm-hmm. do different kinds of things. I, you know, some, some of these sites for me over the years, I just go, uh, it's too much. It is a lot. You know, you, mm-hmm. when you want to write, you need to write. And you can't keep doing mm-hmm. That's why there's so many people out there that can help you also so you can also have time to write. It gets difficult no, to, to do all of this. Yes, yes, right. Yeah, so when people your say, team. you know, if you see a website that says, <laughs> get write five books in a, in a year or something like that, <laughs> even yeah, if yeah. it's a picture book, I mean, you're, yeah. in order for you to write five in a year, you'd probably have to be writing schlock frankly, yeah. or you just don't have anything else that you do in your life and you're just slaving away and you're, you're you know, tied to your computer and you don't leave the house. Um, you know, well, there are imagine... some people like that. Yeah. I have a lot of people yeah. on here that just do that. And they have hundreds of books, right? And But mm. you're right. But if you, if you want to make, you know, a book, one or two, you know, I write novellas a lot from my screenplays and I, it takes me a long time. I always go, okay, this is when I'm going to get this done really quick. And it's not. It takes me a year because I have to have it right the way I want it, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. I, I just, if I, and I say, why can't I just put it out there? Because, you know, I interview all these people. And I'm like, oh, I have 10 books this month. And it, I can't mm. do that. Even with my screenplays. Right. If I was doing a screenplay, every line meant something. And the same with the children's mm-hmm. book. Every line means something. And if it's not right, right I don't want to do it. So I have to wait till right. it comes the right way. And even after it's done, mm-hmm. sometimes I go, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done this. But it's, you can't mm. just throw a book out. And obviously, right. you had a good marketing plan, which I'm so glad you were on today. I appreciate it because I think you, you brought to life of all the things that you can do with children's mm-hmm. books. And don't just give up. By saying, "Oh, nobody wants my book," right, right, you know, and 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 it's important for people to hear that because I know it does cost money these days. But if you really want to do it right, then save up. Then mm-hmm, save mm-hmm. up, or and, do and or do save, um, yes, crowdfunding or something. Um, yeah, yeah, in order to yeah. get the funds to do that as well. Yeah, because the traditional mm-hmm. it's it, and I tell people this, and you, it, they're just. That's why I read that at the beginning. The publishers aren't taking people's books, and it's not because they're bad books. It has nothing to do with mm-hmm. that. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people yeah. out there that should have had their books published mm-hmm. that I know, that I personally had as clients, and they, they gave up. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. They're not. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. This is yeah. why I do my show. So I do appreciate mm-hmm what you're saying is there anything else that you forgot or would like to talk about before we end the show it's been so good talking to you I, i'm writing notes from you because i think you did a great job so what else would you like oh, to tell anybody so before um just that there are a lot of great resources out there and and um do be careful of the claims they're making if they're like you know yeah. you don't have to pay one red cent and you can write 10 bestsellers in a year <laughs> and you know if it sounds too good to be true it probably is um exactly but uh you know, talk to other writers, um, get in some kind of organizations with other writers, whether it's Society for Children's Book Writers and Illustrators or um, Children's Book Insider or something like that. These professional organizations, um, you can find out from other people who are, are good people to work with 
And um, how did you manage this when this happened with, you know, your distribution or, you know, when glitches happen and things like that to have other people that are more experienced um, that you can go to, almost like a mentor, you know, and that's what April was for me. She was uh, um, basically my Yoda on this journey. Well, so, that's right, right. Um, I, I, so, I published with uh, Fidelity Publishing, and I've known her for 15 years. So, like, if I say something mm-hmm. to her, she'll, no, you're not going to like this. You know, cause she knows me already. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm, she's very, mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. you know, everything she says to me, like, I follow and I listen. Not I, I didn't at the beginning, I have to say. I used to say, what about this? What about that? But she's a graphic artist. Mm-hmm. I'm not. So she would say, this mm-hmm. doesn't work and that doesn't work. But you need to have somebody you trust that really can tell you the truth, not somebody that right. doesn't know this business. Because right. that doesn't work. And you work. don't have to take every every piece of feedback either. You know, there were some oh, things I don't that either. my editor said right. that they wanted me to do. Yeah. And I and yeah. I said, no, I'm really going to stick to my guns here. And I did. And I yeah. feel fine about that. I feel good about that. So I'm glad you said that because um, you have to be you, not someone else. Yes. And if you like your mm-hmm. covers and if you like your illustrator and if you like your editor and if you like your marketing person, it's about you and that person, not what your friends say, not what somebody on Facebook says. So I'm glad you brought that up. But I mean, even the, el- at the, end of even the, the day, editor, if the, yeah, right. But even if the editor, who's an expert, tells you something that they, yeah. they want this done, they think it would be better done this way or that way. Um, I did about 90% of what the editor suggested, but there was about 10% yeah. that I said, no, I really like it this way. So, right. um so it's a collaboration. Because you're, you know, you're, so. you're right. Because I know somebody said to me at the beginning, they go, oh, I might, I have a book called It's Never Too Late for Love, and I have a dog on there, so, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I love the little dog, Gracie. And so um, mm-hmm. I had the, an illustrator making a picture, and they said, you cannot put that picture on because it's the dog. I go, the dog talks in this book. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I have to have it. And meanwhile, people mm-hmm. have, like the mm-hmm. book, and they love the cover. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how it is. And I was happy with it because I, if I felt I loved that cover because I liked Gracie the dog, and that's what it is, you know. So you do right. have sometimes you just and then, and then people liked it. So, I, but I was happy, mm-hmm. and I people, no, you can't do that. I go, yes, I can, and that's right. So always yeah. know that yes, you can. Right. But exactly. you're right about if yeah. you don't independently publish, that's not true, because if right. you say I don't like the cover, they're saying sorry. We're right. making a cover we right. want. And that's mm-hmm. good. So on that note, but thank you so much, you know, and you've, thank you so uh, much I think you've said everything that's really good because I think this will be very helpful to people. And I'll be repeating it while my shows because I think when I have guests on like you, you know, I repeat what you say and because I am done this a lot of years, but I don't know everything. And mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the best part of life is not knowing everything because then you can find new right. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wish you well on all of them. And anytime you want to Thank come back, so if you want to come on another one with a group, you can. Because I, it's there, you know, it's really good to have people that really know what they're doing out there. So I'm happy mm-hmm. that you came on. And most my show, I don't have people or tell people to use people. That's why I'm using, you know, I'm going to do the A-plus contact, and then I will talk about it because I'm going to do it. Because I like mm-hmm. to use mm-hmm. the person and then say, you know, this works. But I've seen your work, and it's beautiful. So that's why oh, I'm using So right, good luck, and Go thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend. We're coming up on weekend. It's Friday. Great. Thank you.
Thank you right, so thank much you for so having much. me. And okay, uh, take, take care. care. Bye. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.